see. I don't know why I thought of that. What just other people some think. Random shit that I, I feel about. like everybody knows me, though. Oh, come on. Not I feel like everybody, everybody knows you. I feel like everybody. We've talked about this fishbowl thing we've gone back and forth and the more I think about the fishbowl and life being like a fishbowl well I think life I think we're in talking about fishbowl mm -hmm. I think that we are in a fishbowl it's a big giant fishbowl that's life life okay. is the fishbowl is the fishbowl and all the different fish and if you look at it through the prism of it being a uh, fishbowl prism meaning lens the lens mm -hmm. when you're inside this in this fishbowl yes thank you for explaining that you know there's sometimes and again we're relating this to life sometimes you everything is kind of going smooth the water's smooth you're just swimming along everything seems to be going okay and then next thing you know you know something some weird shit happens in your life and all of a sudden the water gets murky and rough and and even distorted life becomes distorted to the point where you really don't know if you're seeing is what you're actually seeing. And I just think that's exactly what the fishbowl is, is and that's exactly how life is. And it's constantly, it's, it's flowing, it's fluid, it's in motion. The fishbowl, when you're in the fishbowl, you can't stop. I mean, especially if you can't get to the top to get air, you got to keep moving. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of like life. Even though when you stop, it's moving. It never stops. I think that's becoming clear to me. You know, because I'm, we've talked about why are we picking that word, the fishbowl? It means something to me. You know, it has meaning. Anyway, I have a question for you. Hmm. You know, sometimes when you, um, like I've developed relationships with people on the phone. I never see them, but I talk to them on the phone. Okay. And and you know how you, when you talk to people like that, sometimes you, in your head, you're already creating an image as to, well, at least I do. I'm creating an image, uh, even though I can't see that person, mm -hmm. I'm creating an image of them based on their yeah. voice. I do that too. And then the funny thing is, in I, I would say 99% of the cases, when I do see them, it's nothing like I imagined. So funny. Yeah. Okay. So here's my question. Uh -huh. On this podcast, you're not being seen. Very so, true. So the people that are listening to this, how do you, what do you think that they think you look like based on your voice? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I don't know. That's really hard because I, I, I tried it. If you were that person, this is, I mean, Obviously, you know who you are. You, you've seen yourself. But if you're that person and you're trying to explain or, you know, how would you think that you. Rough. I think that I would, I would, I think my voice makes me come off as like a rough looking girl. What does that mean? 
I don't know. I just think that, you know, there's, there's meek girls and then there's like delicate looking girls and then like a rougher kind of girl. Do you think that your, my voice makes me, do you think that your voice gives any indication how tall you are, what your body weight is, your, your size, your, you know, because I mean, when I'm talking to people that I've never seen, (laughs) I think it does. I I create the voice can. Yeah. I I I have the whole, I mean, the whole body and, Hair color. It'd be interesting. I don't know why I thought of that. What just other people some think. Random shit that I, I feel about. like everybody knows me, though. Oh, come on. Not like everybody, everybody knows you. I feel like everybody know, who knows you, who knows you. And oh, well, that's not the even the point. The point is that there are people that, that, you, don't, that you talk to. That like, are going to hear this and that aren't going to know who like I am. Like the person that you talk to today when you're paying a bill. They've never see, seen you. Very true. I wonder what they're thinking. I wonder. You know, I mean, I sometimes can get the idea. So now, if obviously, anybody... I, I can tell if, or I can think I can tell when somebody seems like a nice person True. or they're short. True. And then I wonder, well, maybe they're just having a bad day <laughs> or maybe they're having a good day. True. Anyway. Well, if anybody listens to this and they don't know what I look like, it'd be interesting for them to comment below. Oh, there you go. You know, now we can see. And we don't have to guess. <sighs> anyway, so I'm in here on the weekend. You know, at my studio. My studio is my home away from home. I spend more time here than I do at home, actually. Well, quite a bit of time here. Mm-hmm. It's actually kind of a safe haven for me because I'm not around anybody. I'm usually here on the weekends. It's kind of like a really big room. It's just my, you know, me and my dog are down here and I've got the news on. It's quiet. It gives me a lot of time to think and hear and listen you know and i i just stuff that's going on in our world right now is just unfucking believable to me and i've been around a little little bit you know <laughs> and it's just kind of like um first of all i i like to relate a lot of stuff that's happening in just the real world i like to relate it to with because in my background it's all about everything that i've learned has come through sport to some degree mm-hmm. mindset discipline you name it and i think so so much of this actually transcends and crosses over into just other parts other areas of life and so with that being said you know i i i um was faced with a major crossroad i mean i've had several along my way in life because everybody we all are going to have that in this little fishbowl that we're in we're all going to have that and I had a major one about eight years ago. And that we're right now in our time, in our life, in our society, and the things that's going on, we as a people, which is a nation, are at a major crossroads. Major. Mm-hmm. I know that through my major crossroad, it was an opportunity at the end because it was a choice. And Fortunately, I was able to still make a choice, which our nation, I think we're still at a spot where we can make a choice or it's too late. Yeah. But I think we're all at a, at a big crossroads right now. And the thing about that, when you're at a crossroad, it, it exposes people. It exposes them in a way, in the sense that some people through a crossroad or let's call it just a really tough time that they're going through, some people crack and they crash and burn. And some people don't. 
and I, I'm going back to when all this started happening was it's that day in March when all of a sudden the governor came out and said, you know, we didn't know anything about this, this pandemic, this virus. And he came out and said, as I was at home watching TV, Tina, and they said that all this, we needed to close, shut her in, stop everything. I mean, that's a major shock. Yeah. Huge shock. I mean, I was stunned when that happened. But here's one thing that I've learned, and, and this is a, the thing that's really bothering me and scares me all at the same time. I know from being, again, in the sport that I was in, bodybuilding, and I learned that, that you need to question everything. You need to understand why. You need to become a student of the game if you want to be good at something, great at something, if you want to be able to produce a result, reproduce a result, have control, command. I, I learned that from being in sport. And so I, ref, I reverted back to that, to what I learned. That was a, something that was very strong and powerful in my life and still is. But I also saw what happens to people when they don't have that mindset and they don't have and they, they don't question they just blindly follow what they're being told and i think that on that day when our governor came out and said that and it wasn't just him it was across our nation a high segment large population of people without questioning just blindly followed what was being told to them yeah and if you i you know i guess in religion they have this blind faith not only religion just have having i mean when i was bodybuilding i have to say there were times early on when i was still learning i was blindly faithfully following what was being told to me yeah sometimes that can work out for you but sometimes what it does to you it, it makes you stupid, it makes you weak, and it makes you forever re having to rely on what somebody else is telling you, especially if you're not willing to, to ask. You know, just like in, in when our governor said to shutter, I mean, he made it sound like it was a mandate. I'm shelter? Thinking, yeah, when they said shelter in. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, wait a minute. This is the United States of America. What do you mean shelter? I can't do what I want to do. That was scary. But when I just sat there and watched the rest of that, what he was saying, and then reading, again, not just accepting one point of view, but, you know, I read, I listened to what he said, and down, scrolling down in the fine print, all of a sudden you saw it's not really a mandate. It was a suggestion. That's a big distinction, you know? And, but yet you have these people that are, you know, they get, you get sheep mentality. And the next thing you know, um, you're just following along. And yeah. sometimes you don't even know why. And here's the thing that pisses me off. You know, we live in a government in a, in a country with a government that is here to, we're, we're a free society. 
And we, well, we want from our government and our leaders is to inform us. And yet what's happening more and more is that they are, not only are they informing us, but they're mostly controlling us. Because they are not, in my opinion, they are not giving us information that's based on all the facts. They're giving us information that's based on more fear. Like the facts that are going to create fear. They don't give Instead you the whole you, story, like, yeah. but they give you just enough. To and, scare but, you. But it has, it's more fear mongering. And I tell you why, you know, listen, the people that are our leaders, I think sometimes what we fail to realize as people is that our taxpayer money pays them to work for us. I want you to inform me. I don't need you to control me because in this country, we still have the luxury of, we have civil rights and we have the luxury to think for ourselves. Mm-hmm. And it gets to the point where all of a sudden you stop thinking for yourself. This is getting back to that blind faith, you know, and listen, I'm not in a country where I'm being led by a dictator, although things seem to be, it's really weird what's going on out there. Because I'll tell you something, the, the, I had a, a buddy of mine named Don Ross. He told me this years ago. He said, the rug is being slowly ripped out from underneath us. And the things that the government is slowly doing, it's like a, something that's, that's done so subtly. It's kind of like Starbucks raising their prices on coffee. A little bit at a time. You know, you bitch about it. You know, gas is going up or all of a sudden Adam Carolla came out on a program. He's a a comic and a real smart guy. He's got a podcast. He says, have you ever noticed that? And this goes to what Don was saying that, you know, first, first, like when it goes, came to beaches, you know, you could use the beach anytime you wanted. Then all of a sudden they started putting a curfew on the beach that it was closing at a certain time. And then all of a sudden uh, you couldn't walk your dog unless, unless it was on a leash they just they just keep adding more things that's that's cutting into your liberties. And you notice that they never ever like say, oh, okay, uh, we've added some more uh, these uh, things that are restricting you, but you know here over here the beach is back open twenty four. They don't do that. They keep adding more restrictions ever so slowly. All you have to do is pay attention to what's going on. Mm-hmm. And the thing that got me really fired up is the space mask thing. Oh yeah. You know, because as a bodybuilder, as somebody who's in the industry of personal training, I base my, what I, you know, results on something that is proven. In other words, to work or not to work. And here's what they're doing now. This is the next thing that they've done. And this, again, I'm not saying I'm not that person that doesn't care about, about protecting other people. But I, I'm also that person that's going to say, okay, is this really beneficial? Because they were talking about these face masks. First of all, the CDC, they, they can't even make up their fucking mind as to whether or not they're, uh, these things really protect you or not. Yeah. If you put a, I don't know if you know this, but if you put a mask underneath a, uh, a microscope, there's all kinds of fucking holes in that mask. 
it's a, it's like a false uh not only is it a, a false uh, producing a false confidence that because i'm wearing this mask even though it's i mean it's it's got holes in it that lots of germs can go through okay that happens we know the cdc said no you breathe that you're breathing your own if you're infected you're breathing your own virus your body can't recover because you keep breathing shit in it's like overtraining mm-hmm. your, your body never gets a break from that okay so but yet these guys on the on the news can't make up their fucking minds okay depends on who you talk to it's like it's like uh, uh asking 10 people about what's the best diet to be on you get 10, 10 different um 10 different um uh answers well, it gets to the point where you don't even know who to believe anymore. But I will tell you this. All you have to do is go back in, in history and see that the masses are generally wrong. And that's the same thing with this. Okay, here's an example. Okay, I'm going to give you something that's based on a hard fact. Okay. Not fear, but fact. Yeah. Do you know that wearing a seatbelt and they compared wearing a mask to wearing a seatbelt. Did you know, and this is a real fact, you, you can go look it up, that the seatbelts will save your life 50% of the time. Why the fuck would I wear a seatbelt? Why? Now, if they said with hard facts, a seatbelt will save your life 55% of the time or 60% of the time, okay. But if it's a 50-50 chance that it's going to save my life, and that is a true fact, why are you going to make me wear one? Why are you going to make me wear a mask when we really don't know for sure if it really saves lives? There's no hard evidence of that. Well, I think I can see the reason that they might be doing that because, okay, if you think about it, what's what's the facts when it comes to not wearing a seatbelt? There's still a 50-50 chance that you're going to survive? Yes, that's exactly right. And my brother is a fireman. He's been an EMT, and he confirmed that for me. Before I ever looked at a, at a stat, mm-hmm. he goes, you have a 50-50 chance. You don't wear a seatbelt, you have a 50-50 chance of not dying. You have a 50-50 chance of, of, of even when you have one, a seatbelt on. Why would I want to wear one? Why are you going to make me wear it? I think society is just trying to limit any possibility because I mean okay so if you take if if you take a car that throws somebody out it's a 50 50 chance based on stats but if you had a seatbelt then your chances of surviving that accident are are going to be slim with you not wearing it's a a 50 50 chance but I think that that's how they're they're trying to again it's not based on data it's not data driven it's based on fear that's kind of my point. Very irritating, you know? And I'll tell you what, again, getting back to this, the masses are generally wrong. I'll give you some examples. The Wright brothers, you know who they are? The Wright brothers yeah. are the people that invented the airplane. Yeah. Everybody told them that they couldn't, they couldn't make that thing fly. Uh-huh. The masses said they can't make that airplane fly. Okay? Mm-hmm. There's an example. Ebola was going to kill all of us. Oh, yeah. AIDS was going to kill all of us. This is the masses talking. That didn't happen. And I'll tell you, if you really want to know, in my opinion, 
in this particular case, for example, if you really want to know the real information, is it's the people that are not part of the masses in this deal that's going on. Because I watch TV all the time. I'm watching different points of view. So I can make up my mind based on data, facts, not fear. The people that are giving information to us right now on this virus, based on data, facts, you hardly see them out on TV. Yeah. You see the people that, the masses, and they're creating all this hysteria. I'm not saying that it's, it's not dangerous thing. Nobody said life is gonna be dangerous. But here's, here's another fact. This is physiology. First of all, we know now for a fact that the shutting people in did not work, okay? And, and there's a reason why it did not work. For, there's a bunch of reasons. When you start pinning up uh, uh, people inside, they go crazy, basically, in a nutshell. Mm -hmm. A lot of other things start happening, you know? They kill them, okay? There's no evidence. There's no hard evidence that shutting people in worked. So here's what's going on now. And again, getting back to the physiology. You pin people up for a long time. Now we're starting to open up our economy and, okay, of course we're going to see more outbreak. Of course we are. Because when you pin somebody, have you ever seen that movie called The Boy in the Bubble? No. The Boy in the Plastic Bubble? No. Nope. John Travolta. And what they did with him, he had some, some, his immune system was shot to hell so that he had to live his life in a bubble so he wouldn't, he, he was, he wouldn't get infected by anything that was running yeah. around in the air, right? Yeah. Okay, when you put, pin people up like they did, you put them in a bubble, they're not exposed to anything, all the boogeyman and all the diseases and viruses that are out there. Okay, so what the fuck do you think is going to happen when they start going back out there? Combine that with what we're doing now is testing more. Okay, when you test more, you're going to get more, more people that are testing positive because we're testing more. Yeah. Okay. But what they're not telling us is this, enough. They're making this big deal like, oh, there's so many, many more tests. And, and so the knee-jerk response to that is start scaling back shutting shit down again i don't think that that who knows but because you never know about these leaders out there that they're going to shut it back all back down again i think i don't think that's going to happen but it's a knee-jerk response because if you take a look at the data the facts not the fear you notice that there's a lot more people that are testing positive good it's actually good and the majority of the people now that are testing positive are younger well guess what if you take a look at the data, the facts, the people that are most exposed are people with underlying uh, health uh, diseases, diabetes, being overweight, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Older people, okay. Well, the people that are getting, that are actually showing now more outbreak are people that are between the ages of 18 to 34. Guess what? You've got a great immune system at that age. You need to be exposed to it so you can develop an immunity, an immunity to it, an immune system. At the rate that we're going, we're going to keep shutting people down, letting people out. It's an outbreak, shutting people down. Yeah. Do you see what I mean? And if you take a look at the data, it shows right now that the death rate, death toll is not increasing. In fact, it's either flat or slightly going down. So they're, but they're scaring the shit out of everybody. 
Yeah. People are like getting used to this. Like this is our new way of living, wearing these masks. Death. And it's okay. That's death to me. That puts me in a bigger prison, you know, when you keep taking stuff away, uh, then, you know, paying attention. Again, the point is this. People have to be able and willing to question, to think for themselves. Otherwise, they're just going to be following around, mm -hmm. you know, being led, being led by whatever the next scary thing is, you know? Yeah. Now, okay, so, again, picking up on, the, the thing is this, you know, if, if you're not willing to, uh, you know, question things, you're just going to be led around. Uh, by the nose your whole life and this is just not going to work out well and you know the thing that another thing that's being politicians to me or leaders to me are very much like personal trainers out there i make that uh correlation you know there are a lot of trainers out there uh and a large percentage of those trainers out there are not legit they're weak they're ill-informed uh they're following the the leaders there's, there's leaders out there and politicians that are just, they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. And the thing that makes me sick is that there's very little consequence for what they say. And they talk about now where they want to, now with this police thing that's going on, all this unrest with police. That, that's another nightmare of numbers lying, you know, because they're saying that there's all this brutality and there's a nightmare right there because their numbers do lie. They're not talking about all the numbers. They're making mm -hmm. it look a certain way for a, for a political reason. And I'm, I'm not, listen, I, I'm not leaning one way or the other in this thing because I think both sides, you know, you have a, a politician that their leaders are just full of shit and they're weak and they have their own agenda. But you do have those out there that are legit. Yeah. You really do. And I think that they have the, the, our best interest, our country's best interest. I, I do believe that. But there's a lot of, you know, one of the things that was talked about with the police department and one of the states that we have out there was they said, why don't we need to reimagine the, the police force? We need to dismantle a police force because of this, you know, in other words, there's no accountability and there's all this corruption and all this kind of stuff. This is the same thing that's going on with our politicians and our leaders to a large degree. So my question is this, if you want to go out here and, and dismantle um, our, our police force, why don't we reimagine how we, how politicians are, are being judged and the accountability that they have? instead of being able to just go out here and just say things without consequence, why don't we stop paying them when they don't produce? Because that's what they're asking of us when they want us to shutter our business and shelter. They're still getting paid. Why the fuck are they still getting paid? Are they somehow more essential than, than the rest of the people that are out there? Why don't we hold them to the same accountability as, as we're having to be held? Why not? There's, they seem to be quite okay in doing it to other people. Well, you would too if it didn't impact you. What happens if you're not producing and your state or your government is not being run properly and you're in debt upside down? Why are you still leading us? Why aren't you getting the hell out of there, kicked out of there after a year? 
No, some of these people have been in office 40 years. I mean, they just, it's unbelievable. They never go away. <laughs> That's true. The body becomes its function, okay? Why aren't we talking more about the things that we can do to build our immunity? For example, you know, I, I never really understood why they, they wanted to close the gyms down. Why? Because people are too close. People that go into the gyms are healthy. People that go into the gyms to work out have a really good immune system. You know why? Because they're going to the fucking gym. How much sense does it make to close them down? It's a knee-jerk response. The body becomes its function. Pay attention to your, your, your immune system. Do you know that your body, when you have your body in an alkaline state, there's alkaline and acidic. Do you know that when your body is in an alkaline state, it is virtually impossible to get sick? Do you know that? Yeah, I do. I don't think a lot of people do, though. They don't. Nor do they know if they are acidic or alkaline. That's, I mean, they don't know. I know. I'm sure they aren't getting like these little And you don't have to be a rocket scientist. My point is this. And I always said this from the beginning when they, they said every, the, the gyms are closed down. Well, we're not a gym or a studio, but still, I'm, I'm standing up for the gyms. One of the best things you can do is work out. Yeah. Not only that, take stress off your body, all this anxiety that's driving people fucking nuts now. Yeah. That are drinking more, that are, there's more um, um, domestic violence. Why are you doing that? You knee-jerk responding fucking moron? Why? Something going on here. very passionate about this well it, you know it's just it's gross you know and then what they and then the, the thing and again i had it here then they, they create this this uh, uh environment where people start turning on each other Sh uh, social sh uh, shaming you know it's like now when you go out in, in public if you're not wearing a mask you're going what don't you care about me I oh mean, yeah don't you care about uh, uh you know how, I haven't experienced how rude. that yet. Yeah. Really? I, I was. You don't even know what the, what the. You don't even know the the true facts of this. Which is scaring people to wear the mask because I was at Target the other day and I wasn't wearing a mask, nor was my son. And this lady walked down the aisle with us. We crossed her like three times to the point that it kind of became a joke, and I, I said something to her, and she was wearing a mask, and she was looking at me, and she kind of kept looking at me, and then all of a sudden she was like, "Excuse me." And I was like, yeah. And she was like, are you getting any, like, trouble? Are you getting in any trouble by people for not wearing the mask? Is anybody getting mad at you or saying anything to you? And I was like, no. And she was like, oh, I was just worried that somebody was going to get mad that, you know, I'm, I'm not wearing one and I'm not protecting them, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, no. And I was like, and I haven't worn a mask this whole time. And nobody has said anything to me about it. But it's, it's scaring her because she doesn't want – to have that confrontation with someone else. Right. Clearly, she's the type of person yeah. that really doesn't like that. Right. So she's wearing the mask even though she hates it. She's saying she can't breathe very well, but she doesn't want to piss off any other people in our freaking country. I've seen this happen already. I was uh, going down to L.A., and I was in line at a store, no mask. 
and there's a person in front of me, mask, and the cashier, no mask. The guy goes off on her. Isn't yeah. this store a place where you're uh, requiring uh, people to wear uh, masks? She said, no. And he goes off on her. This is what it's creating. Yeah, it's ridiculous. So how about the politicians or the leaders out there and their great wisdom? Why don't they do this? Because I understand, I went to a restaurant the other day. By the way, it's irritating when all the restaurants aren't following the same um, protocol. I haven't been out to the restaurants. They yeah. aren't? Chipotle. I went so, to Chipotle. Oh, okay. Over, okay. Over, here locally, they, they make you put a mask on. Think about this for just a fucking moment. <laughs> oh, no. I know where you're going to go with this. Think about this for just a fucking moment, okay? So I need to put a mask on to walk in to order my food. But I can sit down and take my mask off and eat in the restaurant. Wow. Who came well, up with that genius that's logic? That's because you're guaranteed to be six feet away. Because you're most likely going to sit there and stay seated. That's why. But yes, it's still stupid. I was six feet away from the people that were in line. If I can social distance, why the hell do I have to? Why do I need to follow these rules anyway? All I saw on TV was it was okay even though you're arresting people who are trying to make a living, government, especially the local government, some of these morons at the local level, ay, ay, ay. <laughs> I, I almost think they're worse stupid as hell to, to vote them in. Hey, it's just what, it's what we do. You know? Uh, so all I see on TV is, okay, you're telling me to social distance. Okay. And you're going to arrest, potentially arrest or threaten me because I, I want to make a living. But yet, we got rioters and protesters on the street just looting and just tearing down shit. Our country, no consequence. Yeah, that's they get arrested. They get out on bail. They're back out. What the fuck? Explain me, Lucy. Okay? Explain me that logic. <laughs> no, seriously. Yeah. So if I claim myself to be a looter and a rioter, can I go out and do whatever I want? And I, I didn't see any social distancing. I didn't see any face masks. Nobody said bullshit about it. Yeah. See, this is how much crap that's going on in our world. And I, listen, politicians and politics are like this. It's a, it's a, it's a nasty uh, game. It's a con hard, it's a contact game. It's vicious. I get that, you know, but what, then I, what I really struggle with is, is, is if you're going to let these people go out and tear shit up with no consequence. Now we have that that's changed now because the president uh, created an executive order at the federal level that if you start tearing down, uh, you know, these statues, you know, there's oh, yeah. the right way to do this mm -hmm. stuff. Yeah. There's consequence now. Guess what? Nobody's doing it. Ah, consequence. No, but when you let somebody go out and tear shit up, walk out of stores with stuff, no consequence. Why the fuck should I follow the rules? Yes. Why? Why should I follow any rule that you tell me to do when there's so much high, high, um, um, hypocrisy? Why? Really? So what you're doing is, is you're scaring a majority of the people that are just without question and they'll just shut up. And they won't stand up for their civil rights. We all have the civil right. I yeah. understand people feel that they need to be protected. I got that. But if I can social distance 
and do some of the things that you're asking, even though some of it's such bullshit because you didn't seem to didn't seem to bother you when all these people were protesting right next to each other. I think they know that the masses of the people are going to be scared and follow what they're saying. So when they do this, that's who they're trying to reach. Sure. It's like the 90% people out there that are just going to do whatever they say and not look into it. And then there's that 10%, but it's like, they're not really worried about you guys, no. you know, kind no. of a thing. And yet who, who are the ones that, that are getting in trouble for it? Are the people that are just trying to, to make a living and do the, you know, it's like, it's just, it's a nightmare. So why don't we do this politicians? I mean, you're making it very inconvenient anyway. And I'm, I'm not complaining about it, but I'm, we're supposed to be in a free country. I'm going to bitch about that. Okay? Because it doesn't make any sense. It's, it doesn't make any sense based on data. Okay? Say what you want. Why don't we have stores, designate stores that you don't have to wear masks? Because there's stores out there right now in our town that you don't have to. Mm -hmm. Some. The okay. ones that are keeping business. Right. <laughs> so why don't we go ahead and designate stores that we can just go in and not wear masks and not feel weird about going in and wondering what people are thinking or if we're going to get in a confrontation. Why don't we do that? You fucking Einsteins that are out there. Do that. Hey, if you don't want to go uh, like, you know, before smoking, all this non-smoking uh, happened. Like this happened, especially in Europe. Their philosophy was this. If you don't want to come in because we smoke, there's a restaurant down there where you can go that says that it has a no smoking policy. Go there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or different areas of the restaurant. Why don't we do that here? Well, we're, well you're, you know, you guys are trying to figure all this thing out and, and you know. But Target was one of them. But know. it's not like they have a sign that says, like, no mask. Like, you cannot wear a mask. So then everybody that's going in there, it's really just whatever you want to do, you can. So I, I think I go in there and I swear it's like 50-50. A lot of people I see don't have it. And then others that, I mean, make it look so freaking normal. Hmm. But but then today I went to Target and it was like a big O sign. Nope, now you wear a mask. So I'm like, oh, my gosh. So, I don't know. To me, it's just... What really bothers me at this age is in stage of the game is that, you know, you just keep taking my rights away, my silver liberties away potentially. And that mask, that's how I represent that. You're put, making, making me put that mask on that's not based on any real data and you're making me do that. That makes me feel like, what's the next thing you're not going to let me do? Mm -hmm. It's like giving you, letting you, giving you an inch, and you're going to take a mile. And that's what this is all about, you know. Well, like, and recently the governor said that um, we had to always wear a mask. Yeah. Always. And then I remember my sister was like, "Hey, did you hear about the new law?" And I'm like, "Oh, dear Lord, there is no law." But, but to he, her, she that's what well, she got. And that was she heard because I heard the same thing. He said that, but then he said further on down yeah. in places that you can't social distance. Yeah. He also said that. But still, oh. it's it's a request. It's a request. It's not a law, and you're going to get arrested for it if you don't do it. Yeah. Maybe get yelled at by a freaking person who's on their side and has been, you know, whatever and, uh, you would call it. This is a sinister this. plan. You know, this there's a bigger agenda here. 
Yeah, you know? that's what I anyway, keep hearing too. And I want to get that political on that. <laughs> anyway, uh, okay, that's that's what I was on my my mind over the weekend, and it got me to a point where I was like grinding my teeth, you know, and it was causing me stress and anxiety. Not that not even exercise was helping. Yeah. You know. Uh, so what I, what do you have to say for yourself? I did all the talking today, pretty much. <laughs> I agree with you, but I've also been around you from step one so we've discussed this from the beginning and so i just the fact that you agreed with the way the way that i was thinking made me feel like i could continue to feel that way but i mean i feel i feel the same way especially because i have a kid then that starts to really piss me off you want me to put a mask on my seven-year-old it doesn't even fit him <laughs> it doesn't fit him at all and it's going to be going through the little sides you know i mean definitely going through the sides so then I got him a gator, like those things that you put on the neck and you pull up. That still doesn't fit him. So he's getting pissed off at me because it's falling off his face. So then now there's friction between us. And then I have to explain to my kid this stupid world right now in a way that's not going to traumatize him. It's ridiculous. Like as a person, because I remember my friend was like, you know, this is ridiculous and I'm going through this, but I can't imagine how you're going through it as a parent. Because when everything was, you know, shelter in for parents, that made it a hundred times worse than somebody that didn't have a kid. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. And then now you have to entertain that kid yeah. while you're trying to do other things, especially if you're an essential worker, which here we were still essential workers and we were still had the business going, but I had a kid at the house and, and now I was a teacher. I mean, dear Lord. Yeah. I think I was drinking wine every night. <laughs> Like, oh my gosh. So okay, the kid so I, thing makes it like 10 times harder. So I guess the, you know, if there's a message here, you know, that I stand firm on is, and it gets, it's in my creed that I have for my bodybuilding, you know, is that be a student of the game, okay? Ask questions, learn things to the nth degree. In this case, learn all different perspectives to see and opinions to see what really makes the most sense. And don't be afraid to trust your gut. Don't be afraid to do that. Yeah. You know, because that's all we've got, man. We've got, we, you know, we're, we're, I've been fortunate enough to be, I've traveled in a lot of parts of the world. I traveled in Russia when they were communist, socialist. I've been in other countries where they really, they really they take your life away from you. And if we're not careful, if we keep letting people do that, if we don't fight back, if we don't stand up for what we believe, Karen, I think I just believe that. I told you that when, when um, one of the trainers here asked if what we should do, I said we're staying open, business as usual. Mm -hmm. Okay. And it was because we could, because we could follow the guidelines. It wasn't just because. There's a reason. Um, until we could figure out, you know, what was going on. I think I told you, they're going to have to take me out of here with sheriffs and tanks. Yeah. I will fight my, you know, to the end because because you're taking my rights away. That's how I see this. Yeah. And if we continue to have this sheet mentality, if like, if the main amount of us, like the 90% of us keep having this sheet mentality, then 
the life that we're going to create for our children when we're gone. It's going to be awful. They're going to be the ones that are reaping the whole negative side. Everything. Yeah. Yeah. The consequences of you having that sheep mentality, you not standing up for your rights, you not knowing what rights you have and not having the facts on these things because now you're thinking, oh, it's a law. I have to do it. I'm not going to argue. And so then it's very easy for them to keep controlling you. But if you had, you know, if you learned about it, then you know, oh, okay, I'm not going to really get in trouble. So I, I can not be a sheep. Mm -hmm. I can stand up for this. And you have to be willing to, to realize because I did tell you, I said, I'm going to take heat for this. Oh, yeah. Because you will. But you and have we did. To, and we did. If we, you're right. If we do this, though, and we continue to do it, we are going to lose it. But I'd rather take heed. I'd rather take a beating than to give in, especially to shit like this, mm -hmm. that in so many instances don't, doesn't make sense. And it's not right. Yeah. All right. I feel better now. <laughs> I wonder how many other people agree with you who will listen to this. I think a lot. I don't know. We'll see. I think a lot. And again, it's my opinion, and I can still have that. As of right now. <laughs> As of always. They may keep my fucking tongue out, but I will. <laughs> I will continue. I will continue. Anyway. Okay, until next time. Yeah. I'll see you in the fishbowl. See you.